If you like your doctor, you can keep your doctor. If you like your private health insurance plan, you can keep your plan, period. If you are among the hundreds of millions of Americans who already have health insurance through your job, or Medicare, or Medicaid, or the VA, nothing in this plan will require you or your employer to change the coverage of the doctor you have. But we have to pass the bill so that you can uh, find out what is in it. Find out what is in it. This is America's Healthcare Challenge on News Talk 1290, News Talk 1290KOIL.com, and the News Talk 1290 mobile app. America's Healthcare Challenge is produced and sponsored by E.D. Bellis. Now, here's your host, Sean McGuire. Hey, thanks again for taking the time to listen to America's Healthcare Challenge. Hope everything is going well in your world. Pretty wild here in the healthcare and insurance world. Isn't it Alan Hager who's joining us today? How you doing today? I'm doing great. Thank you for having me on the show. Great to have you back again. We've Thank got you. a fantastic hour of content lined up for you, the listener, to help you understand all of the changes coming in healthcare and insurance. And it has been uh, an interesting several months, to say the least. And the top story this week that caught my attention was the governor of the state of Minnesota, former U.S. Senator... Mark Dayton, who was a senator while I was out there, now the governor of the great state of Minnesota, which is an awesome state, by the way, Alan. Have you ever met anybody that's from there? They love their state. I think they have, if like nationalism, a state, the state version of nationalism, I think Minnesota would certainly be up there. But they've been getting hammered in their pocketbooks by uh, the uh, rate increases from the insurance companies in an effort to save their unstable marketplace. They uh, allowed them to raise insurance premiums nearly 67% in some cases, Alan. Huge problem for a lot of folks out there. And now Governor Dayton joining President Clinton uh, in talking about how the uh, uncertainty and uh, financial um, longevity of this program are uh, in jeopardy. Right. And uh, when you look at uh, what Governor Dayton said— You know, he's saying that, uh, you know, the Affordable uh, Care Act has many good features. It's achieved great success, in his opinion, in terms of insuring people. But it's got some serious blemishes right now. And, for example, one of those is uh, premiums for 250,000 Minnesotans, or 5% of the population that's insured under MNsure, which is their exchange plan, uh, will skyrocket by 50% or more in the coming year. That's crazy. And this isn't a new phenomenon, but this really has a major impact on families who are probably paying around $1,000 a month to insure all of those those kids and everything. Right. Five, it, 50% increase is a $500 per month increase. That's really hammering people. That's $6,000 increase for the year. Mm-hmm. That's <laughs> That's substantial. So you've got to find another job just to afford the increase. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And this is what um, is potentially drawing more people back into um, employment and looking for insurance through their employer, something that um, we maybe did not expect right away, but it is happening. Well, yeah, and then you've got you know, the IRS saying that they're going to target uh, individuals now who may not have had insurance and paid the fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, that they're going to audit those individuals. That was a story in Forbes that came out this week that I saw. Oh, really? That the IRS is going to target citizens who aren't buying the insurance. Wow. Well, that's interesting because uh, that would require them, if they do get audited, to show their 1095C form, which is uh, something that has uh, challenged a lot of businesses out there. The The second season of reporting is coming up. There's a systematic failure from several people out there that tried to do it. Uh, really important uh, service that's provided by Edie Bellis. Yeah. I, I must say I didn't realize the conversation was going to go that way, but i got to throw that in there. Well, I'm sorry. I, I saw that, and I said it Thanks to you. Thanks for the fastball but, down the middle, you know. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, that's important to think about because, I mean, seriously, if you do not get insurance, you're going to be facing an audit. Mm-hmm. And the way the IRS works is it's up to you, the individual or the individual business, to prove that you're innocent. You know, not, you know, they they always presume you're guilty, not innocent. Mm -hmm. 
It's the exact opposite of the American system. And so uh, it's really difficult to deal with the IRS when they're asking you for an audit. So, yeah, jump on the bandwagon and join Edie Bellis and ask for assistance when you get the chance to uh, do it's that. coming up soon. It's coming up real fast. Yeah, for sure. But um, this, this quote I wanted to throw out there from Dayton, ultimately, quote, ultimately, I'm not trying to pass the buck here, but the reality is the Affordable Care Act is no longer affordable according to Governor Dayton and then so that he's saying what we said that it's the unaffordable care act <laughs> yeah well it's been unaffordable since day one yeah and we're not going to get into you know all of this we're going to spend some time later in the show talking about some of the other things happening in healthcare. but when we come back uh, in the in the next segment I'm going to uh, we're going to play a couple of clips from both of the uh, candidates because uh we had a debate last week uh, I, I don't did you suffer through it it was pretty painful at times oh the first 30 minutes was probably the most painful part of the debate i've ever seen yeah it really was yeah but the guy in, in the green in the red sweater he he's gonna be the halloween costume of the year yeah ken bone is that his name you already <laughs> yeah. know his name ken bone. ken bone was he on saturday night live uh yeah he was on saturday night live they've already got his uh outfit the cardigan sweater, the glasses, the mustache, available for sale as a Halloween costume. Oh, my gosh. So, uh, yeah, if you want to dress up as Ken Bone, K- K-Bone uh, you can get the outfit right there for it. Can't believe it. That was the moment <laughs> that was made from the debate. But it was it was uh, quite out of control. And I must um, say the opposite happened up at the Omaha Press Club. Yesterday, I was up there for the second congressional candidates debate. Right. And the moderator, Gary Kerr, who is an anchor and a member of the club, former president, a former face, um, just did an, a fantastic job of, of moderating a debate. And I haven't seen a moderator like that in years. Yeah, that, I uh, know. can actually have control of, of these candidates. And you can't get – We I just learned so much – uh, from that debate, just because of how solid the moderator was. Well, and the moderator, I think, makes the debate. Mm-hmm. It's very important to have a skilled and highly intellectual moderator try and keep these candidates under control and give them the ability to answer the right questions, which I hate to say, but I think that second debate, you had two really lousy moderators as well as the vice presidential debate and the first debate, I think the moderators are horrible. Well, I think you go all the way back to the primaries. The moderators haven't had control. They lose control within about five minutes, and then it's yeah. just a free-for-all. I mean, honestly, I think the best debate from a moderator perspective was probably the January 28th debate that Trump wasn't in. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the one that he missed in Des Moines uh, because there were some serious policy questions answered there, and it wasn't the free-for-all crazy show that seems to follow wherever the Republican nominee goes. But um, we're going to, uh, the reason we're talking about this is they they did for the first time in an awful long time, almost eight years, actually really had a conversation and question about health care. And so we're going to play both of their responses later in the show and break those down for you as well as uh, some other stories. Uh, what's on your radar before we take our first time out here, Alan? Well, I think that uh, one of the things I saw this week was uh, the ACOs face major IT challenges uh, to improve uh, cost and care. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is a study that the Commonwealth Fund, which is a highly respected organization, just released. And then uh, the last one was... Uh, the ONC is saying that uh, we're going to take more control over the uh, healthcare IT records. So uh, your uh, patient care records are likely to fall more under another government bureaucracy, and less, you'll may you may have less control over those. What does that actually mean? <clears throat> what? Th- that it's um, like why why would that be a problem for for somebody? Well. Uh, it's just another, you know, not necessarily your doctor or someone who, uh, it's another government regulator having eyes into your personal privacy mm. and your personal records. You know, when we start talking about that, think about healthcare and the, the hacks that can take place. It's one thing that we're seeing right now. A lot of healthcare companies are having to up the ante on uh, 
infrastructure to take care of personal records and that because the fines for those organizations are very large if they uh, get hacked. And it's, and it's happened. Yes, immensely. Uh, there's been lots of cases. And if you want to go to the HHS website and find out who's been hacked and medical records been lost, it's out there for public consumption to find out who the worst violators are because you get fined and you're supposed to be put on the site for mm -hmm. more than 500 records lost. Really? Yeah. And those records, how much were they worth? Like hundreds of dollars. Hundreds of dollars. And in fact, from a hack perspective, on the black market, because it's static information, you can sell that on the black market for upwards of 20 or $30 a file, where a credit card, you know, sell on pennies on the dollar, because that credit card, once it gets hacked, you know, it goes down. bad. Mm -hmm. It can get shut down where I have all of your information and that never changes. Mm -hmm. So that file is worth more. Wow. Pretty sinister stuff. It, there's <laughs> a it, lot going on. Yeah. Yeah. So that's why we're, we're going to, I want to talk a little bit more about IT later in the show because we, we haven't uh, visited about it a little bit, but it's really important, especially given that on 60 Minutes last week, we had Charlie Rose interviewing um, an artificial intelligence ra uh, robot, basically. I don't right. know if you guys saw that. So we'll talk about <laughs> that. We're going to talk also about uh, more on these mergers. We're going to update you on the latest with those things. And then we're going to play these clips like we talked about from the debate and, and break down. Are, are these plans that they're talking about even feasible? I don't know. I don't think that they are. But uh, we will debate them when we come back. By the way, um, check out uh, my latest... Uh, post on twitter it's got um something that you're uh you really need to know it was our conversation last week uh on chips for choosing a primary care physician fantastic segment and um we've been getting a lot of listens on it and um it's a really thing something that uh is an example of all the good information you can find on our twitter at Sean M. McGuire or at America's Canary with Alan Hager. I am Sean McGuire. We will be right back after this. What they selling make you think that wine is repelling from the theaters to malls on every shore, the thin line between entertainment and war. The front line is Research shows moving is one of the most stressful events in a person's life. But thanks to two men in a truck, it doesn't have to be. They have everything you need to move. A courteous professional staff who will customize your move, which includes a no-obligation estimate, a schedule to fit your convenience, and all the necessary packing supplies. And two men in a truck will help you watch your budget, too. Don't stress. Let two men in a truck handle your home or business move. Go to twomeninatruck.com. Two men in a truck selected Best of Omaha for nine years straight with an A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau. You've seen the movie Fox. Father of the bride. When it comes to weddings, there's enough to worry about. Consider the Omaha Press Club as the venue for your baby's big day. With memberships as low as $15 per month, rentals are free for members. And we have an executive chef who will design the perfect menu for you. Click OmahaPressClub.com and our event coordinator and wedding planner will contact you for a zero obligation consultation. That's OmahaPressClub.com. The Omaha Press Club, where you belong. Take control of your company's health care costs with self-funded plan administrators. If you're feeling the pain of Obamacare, we have innovative solutions for your organization. Click self-funded.com to learn more and sign up for our exclusive white paper to take control of your company's health care costs. You worked hard, scraped and saved for years, and thought you had everything figured out for retirement. Now you're looking at higher premiums, health care costs, and uncertainty with your doctor. Let E.D. Bellis help you solve this problem and find the right program for you. Go to E.D. Bellis INC and request a free consultation. At E.D. Bellis, we know healthcare. Are you feeling overwhelmed, depressed, or angry? Is your child or teenager acting out? Healing Tree Counseling wants to help. Located at 10th and Dodge, Healing Tree offers individual, family, and couples therapy. Bill and Laura are exceptional at working with children and adolescents. Ask around. They have a great reputation. Healing Tree accepts most insurance companies. They offer flexible payment plans and are confidential. Their personalized service and unique office sets them apart from larger agencies. Visit HealingTreeOmaha.com for more information. You are
are listening to America's Healthcare Challenge on News Talk 1290, News Talk 1290KOIL.com, and the News Talk 1290 mobile app. Once again, here's Sean McGuire. And sure. All the way, I'm not trying to pass the buck here, but the reality is the Affordable Care Act is no longer affordable. It's a very serious uh, problem, the escalation of the cost of uh, insurance under the Affordable Care Act. Governor Mark Dayton said... That was Governor Mark Dayton of the great state of Minnesota. As we were talking about last week, uh, we wanted to uh, play his comments on this issue, and it's just uh, becoming something that... um, as I, I, I recall, our friend uh, Grant, a contributor on the program, once said the only bipartisan vote on the Affordable Care Act was a no vote. Um, and um, we're starting to get some bipartisan um, reaction a- against it. And so appropriately so, in in St. Louis last Sunday, we had the, the pr- second presidential debate, and this question came up. So let's go ahead and play our, our first uh, clip uh who do we have lined up here, Matt? We've got, uh, do we have Secretary Clinton lined up first, I yes. believe? Yes, sir. Okay, so we'll go with her first. Well, I think Donald was about to say he's going to solve it by repealing it and getting rid of uh, the Affordable Care Act. And I'm going to fix it because I agree with you. Premiums have gotten too high, copays, deductibles, prescription drug costs. And I've laid out a series of actions that we can take to try to get those costs down. But here's what I don't want people to forget when we're talking about reining in the cost, which has to be uh, the highest priority of the next uh, president. When the Affordable Care Act passed, it wasn't just that 20 million people got insurance who didn't have it before, but that in and of itself was a good thing. I meet these people all the time and they tell me what a difference having that insurance meant to them and their families. But everybody else, the 170 million of us who get health insurance through our employers got big benefits. Number one, insurance companies can't deny you coverage because of a pre-existing condition. Number two, no lifetime limits, which is a big deal if you have serious health problems. Number three, women can't be charged more than men for our health insurance, which is the way it used to be before the Affordable Care Act. Number four, If you're under 26 and your parents have a policy, you can be on that policy until the age of 26, something that didn't happen before. So I want very much to save what works and is good about the Affordable Care Act. But we've got to get costs down. We've got to provide some additional help to small businesses so that they can afford uh, to provide health insurance. But if we repeal it, as Donald has proposed, and start over again, All of those benefits I just mentioned are lost to everybody, not just people who get their health insurance on the exchange. So we'll stop there and and talk a little bit about that. Alan, you stood up out of your chair. Are you okay over there? Well, she didn't offer anything new. It's the same old garbage. I mean, none of it's worked. She what what in there? She said all this stuff was good. But oh, I want to I want to improve it. Well, what? Because at the end of the day, when you hear what Secretary Clinton said, she just drew a line in the sand and didn't offer anything for people to have relief. Okay, let's let's keep playing. Let's listen more. Health insurance coverage. That's the highest we've ever been in our country. So I want us to get to 100 percent, but get costs down and keep quality up. Mr. Trump, you have two minutes. All right. Now you got to analyze Trump. Okay. Oh, don't worry. Great question. And it's maybe the question I get almost more than anything else outside of defense. Obamacare is a disaster. You know it. We all know it. It's going up at numbers that nobody's ever seen worldwide. It's nobody's ever seen numbers like this for health care. It's only getting worse. In 17, it implodes by itself. Their method of fixing it is to go back and ask Congress for more money, more and more money. And we have right now almost $20 trillion in debt. Obamacare will never work. It's very bad, very bad health insurance, far too expensive. And not only expensive for the person that has it, unbelievably expensive for our country. It's going to be one of the biggest line items very shortly. We have to repeal it and replace it with something 
absolutely much less expensive and something that works, where your plan can actually be tailored. We have to get rid of the lines around the state, artificial lines, where we stop insurance companies from coming in and competing because they wanted President Obama and whoever was working on it, they want to leave those lines because that gives the insurance companies essentially monopolies. We want competition. You will have the finest health care plan there is. She wants to go to a single-payer plan, which would be a disaster, somewhat similar to Canada. And if you ever notice, the Canadians, when they need a big operation, when something happens, they come into the United States in many cases. I don't know if I heard much specifics from him either. Did you? No, I didn't hear any specifics, but I will say this. Okay, so let's break this down. So the first thing that he said was eliminate the, the lines around the states. <laughs> These lines. Uh, well, okay, so, so here's my problem with the line, the, the eliminating lines. Well, companies like United Health and Anthem already sell in multiple states. The, license, the insurance companies have to be licensed in each state and show that they contract with a number of hospitals and doctors, right? Mm -hmm. How do you, if, okay, so first off, we've got contraction through consolidation of insurance companies, right? And hospitals. And hospitals and all these other things. So from a, from a, so from a cost perspective, I don't know that drawing the lines around that, that are artificially drawn around states and eliminating those solves anything so so i think that that's one thing uh he off he also promised uh to block grant medicaid which is something we've talked about on this program before and that would convert an entitlement into block grants or lump sum payments made to the states and the states get to decide how to use the money that might actually be a better way of providing resources to those who need medicaid or ex, uh, exchange dollars mm -hmm. then a federal government-run bureaucratic program. But he, I think he also talked about prescription drugs maybe later in his answer. Mm -hmm. He talked about prescription drugs, but he hasn't detailed how he would fix the problem. So I don't know that we got any specific, any more specifics, but it was nice to hear a health care question. It on, was in nice the debate. to see. I just don't know where we are from either one of them after, um, after that question and answer session you can go to their websites and, and read this but I, I just don't see much changing with health care regardless of the outcome of the election and I, I get this question all the time you can't repeal the law and even if you did how do you undo these massive mergers that have happened these these hospitals that have joined together for um, all of these things you just can't undo that well and you can't undo all of the mergers that, uh, that are happening in the insurance industry either or bring back the co-ops that have gone the way of the dodo i mean you can't do that so, so it really is a, a question that's probably above both of our pay grades at this point i don't think that there's anybody really out there that knows if if someone were to come up with a solution they would they they would be the million dollar person. Mm -hmm. They'd get rich real fast because whoever it is, I mean, I've heard Amazon talking or you know Jeff Bezos has talked about it, but I don't think there's a lot of pushback. I think it's going to take a mad, angry voting populace. Maybe not this election, but maybe the next election and the next election after that. It's going to be multiple elections to get things changed. Yeah, it's going to be a long haul type of thing. So mm -hmm. let's take a time out and um, reflect on that for a moment before we shift into our, our next uh, topic. Should big health insurance become like Walmart to lower costs? We, uh, we should talk about that. I saw that article. Yeah. We'll talk about that. And we're going to talk about the price effects of these uh, cross-market hospital mergers. Wow, that's a mouthful. Um, something that, that we've, we've visited a little bit about. And then I wanted to, um, you did uh, talk about somebody with a solution and um, some testimony from the House Subcommittee on Energy and Commerce. 
from uh, from uh, Scott Gottlieb, who's a, a smart dude on this issue. Yes, he is. Uh, we'll talk a little bit about that as well. You take your calls if you want, 402-342-1290, 800-577-1290, online at facebook.com slash America's Healthcare Challenge, and our SoundCloud page where you can listen to our greatest hits, uh, 20 of our favorite segments. They're, uh, they're really great. You're going you're gonna to love them. Check them out. We'll be right back. Insurance company, and they're getting whacked. So you've got this crazy system where all of a sudden 25 million more people have health care, and then the people are out there busting it sometimes 60 hours a week, wind up with their premiums doubled and their coverage cut in half. Are you feeling overwhelmed, depressed, or angry? Is your child or teenager acting out? Healing Tree Counseling wants to help. Located at 10th and Dodge, Healing Tree offers individual, family, and couples therapy. Bill and Laura are exceptional at working with children and adolescents. Ask around. They have a great reputation. Healing Tree accepts most insurance companies. They offer flexible payment plans and are confidential. Their personalized service and unique office sets them apart from larger agencies. Visit HealingTreeOmaha.com for more information. You worked hard, scraped and saved for years, and thought you had everything figured out for retirement. Now you're looking at higher premiums, health care costs, and uncertainty with your doctor. Let E.D. Bellis help you solve this problem and find the right program for you. Go to edbellisinc.com and request a free consultation. At E.D. Bellis, we know health care. Marketplace Nebraska is a full-service resource for anyone who needs help with their individual and business health insurance needs. If you got a tax bill from the IRS for not purchasing health insurance, let us help you. With more than 1,000 people helped into Obamacare so far, we can get you signed up fast and over the phone. Depending on your age and income, policies can be as low as $20 a month. Click MarketplaceNebraska.com to learn more and sign up today. Looking for the most exclusive club downtown? The perfect place for your next dining experience, event, or work outing is the Omaha Press Club. With an amazing view of Omaha and featuring a certified executive chef and event coordinator, what are you waiting for? Click omahapressclub.com to learn more. You are listening to America's Healthcare Challenge with Sean McGuire. Join the conversation at 402-342-1290 or at 800-577-1290. Once again, direct from the American heartland, here's your host, Sean McGuire. So I'm going to read a little bit from this, um, some of these premises from this uh, testimony, Alan, and we'll talk a little bit about this, but the, the number one thing that uh, we're, we're seeing is outcomes that I don't think anybody, regardless of whatever side you're on, wanted. Um, I, I don't think there, there, there was they could anybody could be that nefarious to like try and make this as bad as it absolutely would. Now, some people might disagree with me on that, but I, I don't think you could dream it, dream up uh, the outcomes that we've had. And what we're seeing is uh, narrowing provider networks. We've visited about that on the program before. We've got higher cost of premiums. We have insurance companies pulling out. Uh, my deductible certainly is going to be going up $5,000 next year if I want to maintain the same coverage that I, that I had. Um, why is all of this important? And it's the issue is because health care costs are, are the elephant in the room that is really when we talk about $20 trillion of debt, when we talk about uh, the reason why people aren't being able to get raises at work, it's all because of health care. It's all because of health care costs. Right. There's oh, no, I mean, yeah. it is not, it is out of control and, and nothing that they've proposed has, has done that. And as uh, the governor said, he says, I'm not trying to pass the buck. And, you know, he's somewhat true, but the uh, ACA is essentially a prime example of, of moving money around from all of these right. places. Yeah. We send money out to Washington. So then they send it back to us. So then we with can send it back attached. out to them with strings attached. Yeah. They send it back to us with strings attached. Mm -hmm. And then if we don't follow their rules, they hit us over the head with a sledgehammer. And so that's, um, that that is what you get with a federalized 
system and and i just don't think our country is is set up to to do a federalized system i think it should be state driven right state driven and i and i and i know maybe you give uh every state what if we gave every state um a certain amount of money per individual within that state to uh put towards health care well, block grant it uh, yeah block grant it and at the end of the day the, uh, the states are the incubator of ideas, and I've always said that on this show, and I'm still of the belief that states are where ideas are, are come from. And that, much like welfare reform in the 90s, which was created in our your favorite state, Wisconsin, that great governor Tommy oh, Thompson, Tommy Thompson. come up with the ideas that were behind welfare reform. We've since moved past that, and we've kind of moved back to the old system, but what we are looking at needs to be a state-driven solution. Not It does not need to come from the top down. It needs to come from the state. Mm-hmm. And then states should share the best ideas that work with each other, and that's how you get things done. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, what is it going to take to get these states to buy in? We've got this um, panel I'm moderating Next Thursday, this upcoming week here at the Omaha Press Club, it's a luncheon. Check it out. Um, check out. Uh, check out their website if you want to come and see me in person, moderate. I've got these awesome panelists. Uh, I've got a medical professional, just an authority on this. And this person was the president of the Nebraska Medical Association. And before the ACA, our state actually, they came up with, um, got a bunch of healthcare stakeholders in the room physicians hospital executives from nebraska and came up with an outline of what a good health reform plan for the state of nebraska would look like and it had a lot of good stuff in there it made a lot of sense and then this law came along and 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 they were getting some traction they're getting some traction in the legislature something like that has to happen again well and i totally agree with that because again what works in California doesn't work in Nebraska. And we need to go back to what works for us, not work what works for them, mm-hmm. right? And so uh, I, I honestly believe it's going to take Congress with some balls. To, 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 sorry to use that phrase, but it's going to take some, a, a Congress that's willing to look past an election and, and make decisions. Okay, I mean it's that's it's serious. You gotta have to do that. Stop looking at election cycles and 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 not worry about whether or not you get reelected and help make decisions like real leaders do. Stop blowing in the wind and make real decisions. I don't think that's gonna happen anytime soon. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> I wish it would. I, I mean that you know we would <laughs> we could say. Stand up here and, and, and hope that it would, but I just um, – and, and I think that's why you have this uh, big movement on our hands behind uh, candidate Trump because people are just looking for the alt- exact opposite of what's what's happening right now. Yeah, I guess. I mean, yeah, you could say that. Uh, you could say the fact that uh, the Bernie Sanders movement was the left's – attempt to try and scuttle Hillary, but they weren't as successful as Trump because they didn't have a candidate who was willing to go in and throw sledgehammers at the other 16 members of his part, his party. And so you got stuck with Hillary on the other side. And I don't, I think there's going to be a lot of people who, you know, on the Trump side, I think if you're down ballot and you're a Republican, you might be a little worried. Uh, you, they're going to go in, mark Trump, and walk out. You know, could leak. You know, you could see the Democrats vote for everybody down ballot and walk out and not have been voted for Hillary. So, this is going to be a really weird election. Mm-hmm. So, I want to look at the undervotes uh, when the election cycle is over because that's really going to tell the story of this whole cycle. What? Do you, oh, like the down all the well, way down. All the way down. You look at who left who, what blank. You know, there's percentages that are usually, you know, couple percent. What will be the percentages this year? Will they be 5, 10, 15 percent? 
it could be enough to turn some congressional races the other way. So it'll be interesting to see the percentages of undervotes on on ballots this year. I think we're probably either way going to have divided government in, in um, I, I think uh, we'll probably have divided chambers of Congress and whoever's in the White House is going to have a difficult time getting much moved. Oh, absolutely. I don't. Could you imagine a Democrat House, Democrat Senate and President Trump? Wow. <laughs> There's not going to be very much come out of the Congress <laughs> in that cycle or, you know, Let's just say this. I think you'd see a lot of shutdown government, which may not be a bad thing, but, you know, for those of us who are v- veterans and get disability checks, it might be a bad thing. <laughs> but you know what? At the end of the day, I think divided government usually, maybe not this cycle, but usually is good government in some cases. Not this, at least not these last eight years in it. Who knows about the next four? Mm-hmm. So, well, it'll be interesting to watch. <laughs> let's take a time out here on the show and let's get back to uh, some healthcare stuff for the rest of the of the of the of our time together. You got some uh, some stories on health IT, I presume. Yes, I do. Oh, sweet, awesome. I've got um, this one that caught my attention. Should insurance become like Walmart? And um, I've also got uh, some thoughts on all of these hospital mergers and and what, uh, if anything, that, that might mean for you and uh, your health care providers. Lots of things to watch, folks. Lots of interesting um, new things entering the marketplace as well. And so we want to spend some time talking about those as well. We'll be right back. But we have to pass the bill so that you can... Uh find out what is in it. Hi, I'm Sean McGuire, and I founded Edie Bellis to help your business make sure it doesn't get caught in a bureaucratic trap coming out of Washington. I was there on Capitol Hill working for the Senate Finance Committee when the Affordable Care Act, commonly referred to as Obamacare, was created, and I have read the entire bill. Let Edie Bellis guide you through the maze of the American bureaucracy as you adapt to changing rules and regulations that will affect your organization regardless of size. Our team has been specializing in the Affordable Care Act and consulting since it began. We offer custom consultations, seminars for you and your employees, and can help your company prepare these necessary IRS forms that leave a penalty of $500 for noncompliance. We also offer advice on employee benefits and can help you find the latest technology solutions to help automate your business. For more information, check out edbellisinc.com or give us a call at 402-884-9020. At edbellisinc.com, you can sign up for our exclusive newsletter to stay on top of the latest coming from Obamacare. Hiring employees, complying with regulatory changes, and so on makes it hard to focus on running your business. Let Simplify HR Solutions help. We're an outsourced human resource management organization with more than a century of combined experience helping people just like you. Click SimplifyHRSolutions.com to learn more. Take control of your company's health care costs with self-funded plan administrators. If you're feeling the pain of Obamacare, we have innovative solutions for your organization. Click Self-Funded.com to learn more and sign up for our exclusive white paper to take control of your company's health care costs. Research shows moving is one of the most stressful events in a person's life. But thanks to two men in a truck, it doesn't have to be. They have everything you need to move. A courteous professional staff who will customize your move, which includes a no-obligation estimate, a schedule to fit your convenience, and all the necessary packing supplies. And two men in a truck will help you watch your budget, too. Don't stress. Let two men in a truck handle your home or business move. Go to twomeninatruck.com. Two men in a truck selected Best of Omaha for nine years straight with an A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau. You work hard, scraped and save for years and thought you had everything figured out for retirement. Now you're looking at higher premiums, health care costs, and uncertainty with your doctor. Let E.D. Bellis help you solve this problem and find the right program for you. Go to edbellisinc.com and request a free consultation. At E.D. Bellis, we know health care. You are listening to America's Health Care Challenge with Sean McGuire. 
Join the conversation at 402-342-1290 or at 800-577-1290. Once again, direct from the American heartland, here's your host, Sean McGuire. Oh, welcome back. Uh, if you saw 60 Minutes last week, um, you might have seen Charlie Rose interviewing uh, Artificial Intelligence um, or a, a robot almost. Did you see that, Alan? Or I, see yeah, some of I saw some of them. And um, we've been reporting on this show for over, oh gosh, I don't know. Three, four years. Yeah, about all of all of the things coming with um, artificial intelligence and in particular with, um, with health care. Maybe we should help the listeners just a little bit understand what artificial intelligence is. And then um, we can uh, share some stories about uh, how it's how it's impacting healthcare and some of the other news that you've seen in um, health IT. Uh, are, are you do you th- are you good at uh, uh, explaining it, or should we just have people Google it? I, I you know here's the thing about artificial intelligence, you know robotics, so to speak, like the uh, computer in Iron Man. Yeah, you know you uh, have you know you put in a formula or something, and a decision you know a decision gets kicked out, you know decision maker, so to speak. In the case of artificial intelligence, you know, you you might have like the robotic hand that actually can go in and do surgery. Surgery, mm-hmm. um, you might you know, right now you have robots doing surgery. You know, to some degree that's artificial intelligence. Um, from a data mining perspective, there's artificial intelligence built into a lot of those backends. You know, there's a company out of Seattle that uses artificial intelligence to repair. Uh, computers on the back end through uh, formulations and different things. And we've talked about that previously on the show. So there's all kinds of different ways to look at artificial intelligence. There's all kinds of different things going on in it. And it's a fast growing sector of nano and biotechnology. And what are those? Well, nanotechnology is obviously very, you know, nano, uh, very small items that uh you know for example you know you can put in to your leg and run up a uh, cat you know run a uh, surgical instrument up somebody's leg into their heart and do heart surgery um those types of things keep getting smaller and smaller and smaller and uh we're, we're moving fast in the nanotech world uh biotech obviously you know your uh clinical engineering teams and different things you know ekgs those are biotech things they keep getting smaller and smaller computers in general just keep getting smaller and smaller and there's a move to go to cloud in almost everything so if you're not in ai or nano or biotech uh you know look at it from a financial perspective but i would also say look at austin texas look at san francisco look at omaha for example or the innovation campus down in lincoln there's a big drive down there for biotech and and nanotech and steve case who was just here in town mm-hmm. uh doing his uh race across the country to find some of the best new startups that's one of the things that he's focused on as an investor is biotech and nanotech so it's very important to our listeners to understand some of those things. So Google, uh, artificial intelligence, Google, nanotech and biotech and and, and healthcare and healthcare, and you'll you'll become a, an expert on those issues rather rapidly. And then um, Watson, we've talked about Watson before. I read that they're double, are they even putting more more into that um, oh, yeah. issue? Oh yes. There's more to come with Watson and IBM as well as, uh, remember, well, I think it was Code Blue was like the first real uh, artificial intelligence uh, thought process when they were doing chess. In fact, it was released on Forbes that IBM and Watson and Siemens are partnering to tap population health industry. Mm. And so as we've talked before about population health on the show uh, and helping people live better, which, you know, whether it's wellness or health or, you know, getting off of diabetic meds, which is possible if you're type 2, they're partnering, Siemens and them are partnering. Siemens is also partnering 
or Watson and IBM are partnering to help find cures to cancer. Mm. So important, important things coming in the world of uh, tech there. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, uh, it's probably one of the things that causes healthcare costs to go up, but I, I hope at some point we can reach, reach to the point where they'll actually lower costs over time. Well, and when you bring that up, we've had, uh, promote John on talking about specialty drugs. Well, IBM in 2017 will be using Watson technology to help find the most effective oncology drugs and clinical trials for specific types of cancer. Mm. And and when you think about that, think about, you know, drugs, you know, they're, they're very important, right? And uh, the costs of them are going up through the roof. Well, hopefully if we can find a core set of drugs that works using technology you know instead of us having 10 drugs for whatever we might have two because we know that that's the most effective exactly yeah. and so evidence-based medicine right and so we need to be using technology for that mm-hmm. i would agree with that and and using it to catch things on on on, on the front end before they get get much worse and right. so exciting stuff honestly if you're if you're kind of into it and want to kind of bored looking for something to research online, do yourself a favor and just kind of type in artificial intelligence and healthcare and see what you find. It uh, might uh, blow your mind a little bit. Oh, absolutely. And when you start looking at uh, artificial intelligence and that stuff and healthcare, you start to also find other things uh, in healthcare like, oh, did you know that Q3 this year, with the Department of HHS uh, releasing all of the new data about companies that have uh, been affected by data security breaches in healthcare, this is the worst quarter since they've been reporting on this. There were over two hundred and fifty, almost two hundred fifty thousand records breached. Mm. Thirty-seven in the month of September. Uh, 32 patients were affected and totaled over 250, almost 250,000 records. Wow. And so uh, healthcare companies are actively working on this. And did you know that 32 of those breaches involved hacking, including ransomware and other malware? Ransomware is probably the worst because that's basically blackmail. Right. And you don't even know if you're going to get your records back or your information back. Mm. So, yeah. Get, get yourself protected. Well, one of the most important things you can do. All right. One more time out here, and then we'll give you our final thought when we return, which include our predictions for several swing states. Ooh, I am looking forward to that. <laughs> uh, this is America's Healthcare Challenge. We'll be right back. For the most exclusive club downtown, the perfect place for your next dining experience event or work outing is the Omaha Press Club. With an amazing view of Omaha and featuring a certified executive chef and event coordinator, what are you waiting for? Click omahapressclub.com to learn more. You work hard, scraped and saved for years, and thought you had everything figured out for retirement. Now you're looking at higher premiums, health care costs, and uncertainty with your doctor. Let E.D. Bellis help you solve this problem and find the right program for you. Go to edbellisinc.com and request a free consultation. At E.D. Bellis, we know health care. Marketplace Nebraska is a full-service resource for anyone who needs help with their individual and business health insurance needs. If you got a tax bill from the IRS for not purchasing health insurance, let us help you. With more than 1,000 people helped into Obamacare so far, we can get you signed up fast and over the phone. Depending on your age and income, policies can be as low as $20 a month. Click MarketplaceNebraska.com to learn more and sign up today. Hiring employees, complying with regulatory changes, and so on makes it hard to focus on running your business. Let Simplify HR Solutions help. We're an outsourced human resource management organization with more than a century of combined experience helping people just like you. Click SimplifyHRSolutions.com to learn more. 
are listening to America's Healthcare Challenge with Sean McGuire. Join the conversation at 402-342-1290 or at 800-577-1290. Once again, direct from the American heartland, here's your host, Sean McGuire. We're like an air band in here playing uh, guitar, uh, getting ready to uh, come back because it's a huge, huge segment. Uh, five states, guys. Uh, five states. I want to know um, which who you think is going to win, and I've got real clear politics up here. The top, uh, I'm going to go with uh, Florida first. Who is going to win that state? Oh, I th- my, my personal opinion on that one is I, I think Florida is going to be a very difficult state for either side. Uh, I'd have to say Trump on Florida. How about you, Matt? Uh, I'm going to go with Trump on Florida. I agree. Well. I think uh, so. We've got three for Trump. Okay. How about Ohio, which is the state that has elected the president every year since the 18 mid 1800s? Who's going to win Ohio? As the Ohioan in the room um, and the changing demographics, uh, I hate to say it, but I'm going to give Ohio to Clinton. Okay. How about you? Well. I mean, if that's what we're saying, then there's no hope. Then I'm I'm just going to stay home on on election day if that's the case, because <laughs> no Republican has ever won the White House without winning the state of Ohio. So yeah, it's absolutely 100% crucial if if the Republicans want to take it. So I, I honestly I think uh, I, I look I think you talked about changing demographics. I'd agree with that 100%. But I don't think that the demographics are going to come out and vote this year. But I would also say that when you look at demographics, Ohio is less important this year than in past years. I think Ohio is like the most important state of of all, and uh, and I think think Trump's going to eke it out. I think Trump's going to eke it out. Okay, Michigan. This is a big one. This is oh a, this is a, this is an interesting one. Michigan is interesting because you've got the Flint crisis. You've got a Republican governor who a lot of people hate in the state of Michigan. You know, I, I have no. That's the one state that I'm looking at, and I have just no idea what's going to happen because it's a reliable Dem- Democrat state, but it's also a union state where they've lost jobs, and Trump is speaking to those issues, those core issues about jobs going to Mexico. I, you know, it's a toss-up in my opinion. I don't know we're going to know that. I, I think we'll see what happens in Michigan. So I'm not... You're not going to take a position? I'm not taking a position oh, on, on Michigan. How about you, Matt? <laughs> Trump. Trump, okay. I think Trump might eke Michigan out for the first time in a long time. What, the last time we won Michigan was, what, 84? Yeah. I don't believe any of these polls, man. Not one. I don't believe any of them. Well, we'll see. And then we've got uh, Pennsylvania and um, oh, Pencil- Iowa. I think Rapid P- fire. Pennsylvania, Trump. How about and Iowa? Iowa, Clinton. Okay, how about you? Yeah, um, Iowa, Clinton, Pennsylvania, Trump. Okay, all right. I think um, I think uh, Trump's going to win one of those two, but I don't know which one it's, it is yet. Man. Oh, come on. <laughs> You're killing me here. I think he's going to win Iowa. Okay. And yeah, he's going to lose Pennsylvania? I think she's going to lose Pennsylvania. Yep. Okay. All right. But I think it's going to be... Um, I think Trump's going to win. That's my prediction. Well, we'll I've see. been saying it for a while, but um, I, I, I could be wrong. I've been wrong this whole election cycle. So, <laughs> All right. All right, guys. Well, thanks so much for your, for your time here on the show. Check out our SoundCloud page for this segment and our 600 other ones and help us get over that 30,000 listener list uh, on, uh, online. We're so close, and we need your help. Till next time, we'll see you there.